Hi, this is Jeff Kober, and we welcome you to another Disney at Play podcast. Boy, in the last 24 hours, sweeping news was announced by the CDC that profoundly impacts the path for completely removing all COVID constraints conceivably in Disney parks and the Disney Cruise Line. To that end, Bob Chapek, in the quarterly report called yesterday, what timing could that be, made significant comments that suggested that masks might be removed at Walt Disney World by summer. Or is that what he said? Well, news continues to evolve rapidly. So we're going to examine what is going on, what has come to this, what is happening to this point, what's behind these announcements, and where it looks going forward. We project what it means and how you may want to consider your next trip to Disney. And we offer the most comprehensive coverage possible on all this, looking at it from as many points of view as possible. So join us for this milestone podcast as we look at Disney returning, maybe back to normal, maybe. Well, make sure you also check out our Disney at Play post online at disneyatplay.com as um, much of this will be in outline form there if you need to go back and refer to quotations or uh, whatever um, links that we have available on here. And thank you for joining us. Thank you for those who have been um, checking out our podcast. Thanks for those who have given us a good rating and a, um, a kindly word on iTunes. We just appreciate everyone's support um, as we try, as the uh, littlest podcast that could, to to do our best in uh, in offering something really meaningful. And I think we have something to offer today. Now, previous to all the announcements yesterday, there are already a lot of things kind of happening at Disney that seem to suggest that the days of COVID um, were maybe coming to an end. Um, sometimes, some a couple of weeks ago, temporary wash basins were removed, and then big announcement last week. We, on a previous podcast, we talked about how temperature check tents were being removed, and all of that was being done away with taking temperatures at the front of the park. We um, have seen. Uh, some formerly closed attractions and offerings being reopened. I hope to see uh, Festival of the Lion King this afternoon as it has reopened. But other things, I mean, food and beverage kiosks that weren't open before. The Beverly Sunset in our previous podcast, we were at Disney's Hollywood Studios. And the Beverly Sunset uh, retail store on, um, on uh, Sunset Boulevard had been reopened. So little things keep just all of a sudden, they're, they're there, they're operating. Even though we talked about, and you may want to check out the previous podcast, how many things that were still closed, you could see this reopening kind of coming, uh, evolving. But how quickly is kind of what remains to be seen. Disney's been, um, and many operating partners have been working hard to hire more personnel. Some of them offering sign-on bonuses to come join. Some of them offering um, uh, free vaccination. Well, all vaccinations are free, but incentives if you were vaccinated. Um, Disney College Program cast members are being recalled 
Um, they formally announced that in June, but I have heard that some are arriving as early as May. This is huge news as Disney's been trying to get more workers and more cast members on board. So having them come back in, that's big news right now. Then Disney announced just a couple of days ago that the six-foot rule in the park would suddenly become a three-foot rule, which for all intents and purposes, I kind of thought a three-foot rule was kind of what we did most of the time in the park. I mean, who really wants to stand a foot away from the person in front of them? So, um, but at any rate, they announced that now it's a three-foot rule that's going in play. And then out of the blue, there were some folks staying at Yacht and Beach who had been seeing Epcot Forever fireworks being um, staged after hours at Epcot. None of us thought that Epcot Forever might come back. Uh, we figured that probably it would be Harmonious that would be the fireworks show that kind of brought um, that whole nighttime thing back to Epcot. But hey, look at this. Could it possibly be that while they're waiting on Harmonious, they want to interject Epcot Forever sooner than later. Um, and with the spacing around World Showcase Lagoon and the fact that it's not as popular as, as, as other shows, hey, I wouldn't be surprised. They've been making modifications over a Fantasmic to kind of get it up and ready. Why not do a little bit of spacing, three-foot roll, I guess, in an open-air stand and fire up Fantasmic? So... Lots of little things have been kind of coming on. But then yesterday occurred. And boy, there was so much to dissect from all of this. First, the CDC. They made a huge announcement on Thursday, May 13th. And that announcement basically said, look, if you are fully vaccinated, in other words, you not only had your one or two shots, but you waited the 10, 14 days or whatever, afterwards, you can do whatever you want at this point. You can go outside, you can go inside, you can go eat at a restaurant, you can participate in a high intensity exercise class, you can attend a crowded outdoor event, you can do it all. Now, at the same time, they were saying, however, if you haven't been vaccinated, then most of those things are still dangerous things to be doing and you ought not be doing them. You ought not be eating at an indoor restaurant or at an exercise uh, class or whatever it might be. Um, and so to that effect, uh, President Biden got in there and uh, expressed his interest and reminder that those, uh, and, and that if you're fully vaccinated, are great. If you're not, you need to get vaccinated. Um, and they've kind of uh, emphasized that to that end. Well, let me just say, in summary, what the CDC is trying to do here is say, life is great if you've been vaccinated because you can do almost anything freely without wearing a mask. But the intent, as sincere as it might've been, was really a backhanded statement to say, if you haven't gotten your vaccination, you need to go and get it. And to that end, then President Biden has re-emphasized that he'd like to see 70% of the country 
vaccinated by July 4th. Now, right now, just over 55% have been vaccinated. Um, but demand, but moreover, demand for vaccines have also softened. So are we going to reach that 70%? Um, backhandedly, what they've done is give license to those who don't want to wear a mask to simply walk around without a mask. After all, who's going to know who's been vaccinated and who is not? And with the CDC making this in somewhat a capricious looking manner, it only adds fuel um, to those who thought that the CDC was a political um, operation. I listened to a long NPR interview yesterday and I thought it, um, I thought it was pretty telling. And I thought that they had laid out some pretty good evidence which had been made known in recent days that this, that it did make sense to, to say to those who had been vaccinated, you're safe to do whatever you wanted to. I saw the sense in what they were saying yesterday. But the way this is just suddenly unfolded does not really, um, does not really send the right message to those who question the vaccine and whether or not you ought to get it. In fact, it gives them more fuel to the fire. Moreover, what the CDC has essentially done is left a privately held business, which has the right to say you can wear, a, you have to wear a mask or not wear a mask. But now they're left holding the bag to determine how to manage those uh, public spaces. To that end, um, Macy's, CVS, Home Depot, Starbucks essentially say, hey, we're going to go study the matter out. But the real challenge is to frontline employees and greeters who will be left in a place to encourage mask wearing. Um, that's where it really gets difficult. And I have a daughter who works for a major um, clothing retailer, and her primary role is to stand at the front, count the number of people coming in and out. I think that counting is going away. But to remind those who come in that they need to wear a mask and to offer um, a paper mask to them. Already, previous to this announcement, there have been people just walking in. I thought you didn't have to wear a mask. Well, let me tell you, those people are going to come in in a major way and say, look, CD Sid said you don't have to wear a mask. You know, but the truth is, we don't know whether they've been vaccinated or not. And so it's just going to put a lot of frontline people in a very difficult place to, to encourage people to wear a mask when they can defend or use the CDC as their right to not wear one. Um, by the way, lost in all this is that there's still global places around the world where the pandemic is not only present, but raging out of control. I am uncertain that simply limiting flights to and from places like India necessarily shields us from all that is happening abroad. At least I didn't feel it was well factored into the CDC presentation yesterday. Nor did I see well factored in, well, what about small children who do not have access to the vaccine? 
that is a big issue. I'll come back to that in a moment. Now, alongside the CDC's big announcement also comes, <laughs> ironically, a quarterly call that Disney held with investors. And that quarterly report itself was sharing mixed results. Disney Plus enrollment numbers were soft, though still far ahead of what they projected a year and a half ago and what they anticipate um, is still being solid toward their end goal. As for parks, Shanghai was above their previous numbers. Hong Kong looked promising and the company was looking, hoping to open Disneyland Paris soon. Of course, Disneyland has reopened. That was a big thing they emphasized. Um, that was huge for the last quarter. Still, the parks division is bleeding in the billion dollar range. And that's not good. And there are other issues just here and there that made the whole uh, quarterly call um, uh, kind of uh, up and down. But then came questions and answers. And this is where Bob, Chape Bob Chapek's comments were really enlightening, although perhaps misinterpreted by a lot of um, bloggers and journalists. Let's study what he said, which was, again, said very much on the fly. And Disney not, has not been on the fly heretofore, but he was kind of just, I mean, the quarterly call had already been planned and who knew that the CDC was going to report what they reported, so he tried to put the best spin on it possible. Here's what he stated, quote, in terms of the parks and when we're going to be able to raise our capacity limits, We've actually already started that, given the guidance that just came today from the CDC and earlier guidance that we got from the governor of Florida, we've already started to increase our capacities. Though obviously today's guidance that we got from the CDC in terms of those that were vaccinated do not necessarily need to wear a mask anymore, both outdoors and indoors. It's very big news for us. Now, let me just stop before I read on. Let's talk about what he's just simply said there. Okay, first of all, they're looking at guidance from the CDC and from the governor of Florida. They've had, from the governor of Florida, they've had the right to do anything they wanted to. The governor of Florida has simply, essentially said, you don't have to require anyone to wear a mask. That is not a requirement by the state of Florida. Hence, you don't have to require it either. That said, Disney has required it. But now they've got this guidance coming in from the CDC. Obviously, that suggests again that we don't necessarily need to wear masks anymore if you're vaccinated, both indoors and outdoors. But again, let me ask you the question, how do you know whether they've been vaccinated or not? Um, by the way, this, this question came in the context of are you able to increase capacity? And the way he stated it, um, we've he said, we've actually already started that. I don't think that they actually already started raising capacity. I think they already created, started to do the kinds of things that would allow them to create, raise capacity, such as increasing the number of available hotel rooms for booking and so forth. But I don't think they have created capacity. Notwithstanding, it's clear 
that they're going to start raising capacity shortly. Um, so he went on to say all that, and they said, it's very big news for us, particularly if anybody's been in Florida in the middle of summer with a mask on. That could be quite daunting. So we think that's going to make for an even more pleasant experience, and we believe that as we're now bringing back a lot of people back to work, that it's going to be an even bigger catalyst for growth and attendance, and we've been quite pleased to date. So I think you're going to see an immediate increase in the number of folks that were able to admit into our parks through our reservation systems that we recently implemented. So we're very, very excited about that. Again, a lot to unpack in this statement. A lot of people have come to interpret that to say, hey, because um, they're going to get rid of masks come summer because it's daunting to wear one. That's not what he said. He's just acknowledging that it's daunting to wear a mask in the summer and that more people would come back to the park if we didn't have to wear one. Doesn't mean they're making the announcement. But then again, who's to say that they won't? Um, they're going to, quote unquote, study the issue, I'm sure. But, um, but why not let people come back in? Why not let people come in and not wear a mask if they show that they have a vaccination card? Well, we'll get to that in a moment. But um, here's, here's the truth. They're going to raise the capacity to allow more people in the parks. And they're going to open up the reservation system. This is really important because if Disney World wants to save its summer, then more reservations needs to be available and more rooms need to be opened up and more reservations made possible. The traditional months in advance of planning your trip model is currently thrown out to the wind. People are now wanting to make reservations much more on the fly. Let's go to Walt Disney World this weekend is the mantra, not let's go to Walt Disney World this upcoming fall. But if you can't get a reservation to get into the park, or if the only reservation you can get into all week is Epcot, or if your only available room on property is now 50% more than what you typically pay for, then you've blocked your guests from coming. Disney's gonna have to open that up a whole lot wider, which means then they've got to create more facilities for guests to stay at, which they are doing, but it is even gonna have to be bigger than what they're currently doing. Hey, why not fireworks at night, huh? Disney is encouraging vaccination still and definitely expecting everyone to wear masks for the time being. To that end, it's sponsoring a friends and family vaccination event at Epcot. Um, and despite the mask requirements, guests have been visiting. And yesterday they reported in the a quarterly call a strong per cap growth at Walt Disney World since it reopened. Quote, in terms of the park's demand domestically, the intent to return is growing. We are thrilled with the guest response as well. So things are moving the way they want them to move at Walt Disney World. Things are happening. Now, if you had asked me two or three days ago, when do they think they're gonna get rid of masks? I would have told you that I don't think masks will go away until children had access to the vaccine in the United States for at least a month or two. After all, 
Disney and children, they kind of, you know, they kind of go together. And while there is an opportunity for children 12 and older to get a vaccine, those under 12 still do not have an option. And I believe that it's still several, several months before the trials are really completed for looking at how this vaccine is going to uh, work with children at that young age. So I see that as, be, I, if you'd asked me three weeks ago, three days ago, I would have told you, I don't think masks are gonna go away until they fix this thing. Now, I think the country is adamant about getting some solution in place by the fall when school starts up again. Um, but I, I, I really, so I kind of projected it would probably be October, November before we see masks go away. But then the comments came yesterday and the whole CDC thing, which honestly, the CDC hasn't really responded to. Well, if everyone, obviously someone who is vaccinated, not wearing a mask, is based on the data they have received in the last couple of weeks, showing that they're not going to create a problem. Asymptomatic people who have been vaccinated seem to have a very low ability to spread uh, anything to anyone. And so they're good. But again, the problem is that we still have a lot of people who have not been vaccinated. Right now, just over 55% of adults have been vaccinated. That's not herd immunity. And so that becomes an issue. Also, recent polling from the um, found that considerable vaccine hesitancy exists among the families of early adolescents. Nearly a quarter said they would definitely not vaccinate their children. That's 25%, while a quarter remained undecided. Another 18% said they would allow their children to be vaccinated if schools required it. And just 30% of caregivers said that their children would get this shot as soon as possible. That's not very good numbers for getting anything close to herd immunity among children if you feel that children should be vaccinated. So does Disney wait until children are vaccinated to make the mask thing, you know, change the mask thing policy? How does Disney respond to this kind of thing? Meanwhile, out of Disneyland, um, there have been some states in the wake of the CDC announcements yesterday that are frankly uncertain of the news yesterday. In fact, it was funny to hear journalists respond. That I, I couldn't tell you the number of people who were kind of shocked by yesterday's announcements. California is one of those states that has now essentially stated that they will, quote unquote, study the matter out and get back with them. Disney announced yesterday that forward-looking bookings were very strong at Disneyland. The state has allowed those outside the state to visit theme parks if they're vaccinated. And SeaWorld now accepts those out-of-staters. Disneyland still has not. I'm believing that Disneyland will allow out-of-staters by June to start booking. Um, and Bob Chapek was very positive about the opportunity to rethink the whole annual pass program. So, so um, he is, so I, 
I, I, I see that Disneyland's going to continue down a positive road, but how soon it goes without a mask, that is still a long ways off. Then we have the Disney Cruise Line, which reflects an issue that impacts everybody else. Under Florida Governor DeSantis's order, he stated that you cannot require vaccinations. Therefore, cruise ships coming in and out of Florida are in a predicament. You would think, oh great, all we have to do is when you check in, you have to show a vaccination card. If you show a vaccination card, then we can run a cruise ship without anybody wearing a mask and without all those requirements in place because everybody's vaccinated. But DeSantis, in an effort to challenge the CDC, has basically said, no, you cannot do that. In Florida ports, you cannot require that you have a vaccination in order to, um, in order to board the ship or do anything else. Um, now, DeSantis is challenging the CDC and in turn, Norwegian Cruise Line is threatened to leave Florida. DeSantis isn't concerned about Norwegian, doesn't see them as as important to the equation as Carnival or Royal Caribbean. Disney's hands are tied in terms of making that requirement on board their ships. But that doesn't stop them necessarily from requiring that people be tested prior to sailing. And in fact, they have made agreements to the effect that that would require um, that of both passengers and crew members. Um, that still leaves ports of call like the Bahamian and Caribbean ports of call to be determined, but they can easily utilize Castaway Key and, and even do days at sea sailings. So yeah, what does yesterday's announcement mean for the Disney Cruise Line? Can they say, okay, if you're vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask on ship and therefore, as long as you've tested positive, we're gonna run, we're gonna you know, run sailings? Uh, what I've heard as well that crew members are being invited to return to ships in anticipation for sailings. Preparations are underway to get the Disney cruise ships up and going. Also, Port Canaveral is providing Johnson Johnson one-time vaccinations to crew members as they arrive in port. It's my belief that we will see um, cruises occur out of Cape Canaveral sometime this summer, what that looks like, if they're going to require a mask, if they're going to say, well, if you're vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask, but you know, but the, everybody's going to still be tested. It'll be interesting to see where that falls. If, if DeSantis could back off of his order and his situation with the CDC, all cruise ships could be operating immediately simply by saying, we want you to take a test and we want you to show a vaccine card and you could have ships running. Oh, I'm telling you, people would be running to those ships. People are more likely to get the vaccination if they knew they could get on a ship um, requiring, um, that required one. If you want incentive to get a vaccination, tell them they, have, they can't go on a cruise ship until then. Um, by the way, the, last week, and we uh, have podcasts you want to check out that talked about extensively. In fact, I think we did the best podcast you could find about all the things happening to the Disney Wish. I was so pleased with how we came out with that podcast. So listen to that. But the video 
that is part of that has actually been viewed some 1.2 million times. So clearly people are excited for going on cruises again, especially uh, this newest ship premiering in 2022. So, so many things happening. We've got the CDC and the president. We've got Ron DeSantis in Florida. We've got Calif the state of California. We've got Bob Chapek running things at Disney. There are so many points and, and uh, it is, I wouldn't expect, I wouldn't be surprised. Let me put it this way. I wouldn't be surprised if within 24 hours after this podcast, it, the news changes again. There is so much going on, but it does look like the country's um, experience of being uh, in the shadow of COVID is coming to an end and that people are trying to resume the economy as soon as possible, resume normal life as soon as possible, and that that will um, take place at Disney theme parks and on their cruise lines um, very soon. So stay with us. We have a lot more to podcast, a lot more to share. We appreciate you being part of listening to this. Um, make sure you check out our Wayfinder Society, where we provide lots of great interactive tools and apps that you get to explore the worlds of Disney with. It is our gift to you when you help us support this podcast so please go over to patreon and come join us and again finally in the words of sinbad's uh, storybook voyage at tokyo disney sea always always follow the compass of your heart have a great day we will see you real soon